They've got a real problem on the border between Ohio and Pennsylvania. Near a small town on the Ohio side, a train has derailed. It's carrying hazardous chemicals, and they've now evacuated an area in both sides of the state, saying people need to get out. This is what the governor of Ohio said. People who don't leave could face a grave danger of death. You need to leave now. We're fearing that there will be gas leaks and possible explosions that could launch shrapnel and lead to a catastrophic explosion. This is a real, real problem. So they're trying to figure it out right now. As a matter of fact, this afternoon, they're scheduled to try to get some of the liquid out of some of those cars. We'll keep you updated on how that plays out. That's one of those moments where your life changes in an instant. Like You can plan for a whole lot of things in your life. This is not one of them. Immediate evacuation out of your home for an indefinite time. Yeah, go now. It reminds me, we had the same thing happen here in Wyawega, up in Wapaka County, 27 years ago. A train derailed there. 3,000 people were forced from their home. This is from WBAY-TV. It kind of explains what went down that day all those years ago. It was uh, an experience that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but I'm, again, so grateful that it went well. It was the early morning hours of March 4th, 1996, when nearly half of the 81 cars from the Wisconsin Central train derailed while crossing over North Mill Street. Huge flames lit up the city sky as firefighters responded to the scene. The first view of the actual scene was not comforting by any chance of imagination. We had uh, several fires going on in several different locations, and uh, we once again just assumed that We could put it out, we just needed to be able to get set up and do it. But as crews worked to put out the flames, they had no success. 14 of the derailed cars were full of nearly half a million gallons of propane. The only thing they could do was to let it burn. The more information we got, the more uh, concerned we were with the whole situation. With major concerns over a possible explosion and the belief it could level the city, all 1,700 residents were evacuated, given just minutes to get out of their homes. We had people that left their wallets behind, people that left their um, medication behind, people that left their pets behind. All those became problem issues when, uh, after they left. Because instead of being evacuated for a few hours, the residents were gone from their homes for nearly three weeks. WBAY-TV, the male voice you heard there, that was Jim Bayman. He was the incident commander in charge of the fire department during that derailment. Okay, so that was a Monday, March 4th, 1996. I'm a reporter in Green Bay. This is in the Green Bay viewing area. I come into work, and my boss points at the TVs in the corner of the room, and he goes, you need to go now. I said, what, what is that? Where is that? He said, it's in Wyawega, 45 minutes from Green Bay. Get a photographer. Get in your car. You need to go down there. We don't know what's really going on. As we got down there, all these cars were, we had aerial footage. We could see the crumpled train cars off the tracks. And as we got down there, one of the tanker cars erupted, and there was a huge fireball that launched into the sky. Now, we were a couple miles away. They were keeping us all very far away. But it just lit up the sky, and we could see... People that had evacuated the town, they cleared out the whole town in the middle of winter, turned it into a ghost town. Wow. What does that sound like? Oh, my God. Two miles away, you could hear it. Boom. Yeah, like, it was just really loud sound. So then they made the decision. All these people are out 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 of the house, and they were told to evacuate immediately. People left without their wallets, without their purse, without their pets, without their medications, thinking they were leaving probably... 
for the afternoon until it gets figured out. They ended up leaving and then being told, we were all told at the same time they were at this huge building where they had all the residents gather, uh, you're not going back and you're not going back anytime soon. It ended up being three weeks. Three weeks. Before people could return to their home. Now, after about a week, they let people go back and get their pets. After a week. So people were allowed with escorts to go back into town through a back route away from the railroad tracks because this train derailed right near the main road into town to get to their house, to get their stuff. And it ended up that people, why are we on a lake? were sneaking across on snowmobiles and with snowshoes on to get into their house and get their stuff. Farmers were sneaking across the frozen lakes and rivers to try to tend to their animals. Well, sure. When you say Wyawiga, I think of the cheese. That's what I buy yeah. at Woodman's. That's the first thing I thought of. It's like, so yeah, you you can't leave your livestock alone. Yeah. Water pipes. Wow. Water pipes frozen, burst in unheated homes because they decided to turn the gas off to the city. So you're out of your home. Your house is not heated anymore. It's still winter. And so pipes were bursting all over. And people's homes got damaged big time because water ran through their house because the heat had been turned off and they didn't have a chance to turn their water off. I remember sitting at a gas station on the outside of Wyawiga day after day after day, eating Pringles and drinking Diet Coke. I feel like that's all I ate for two weeks. (laughs) Pringles and Diet Coke. Meal meal of an investigative reporter. Yeah. And I had it easy because I got to go home at night and these people were just out of their house forever. And it was like a scene from the apocalypse. It was like an abandoned city, houses being flooded with water, people not being allowed in. And it was just the craziest thing. It's a miracle. This is Jim Bayman's words, not mine. It's a miracle no one died and remarkably no one was injured. We call it the safest disaster in American history. Just crazy. That was 500, what was it? 500,000... Gallons of propane. Um, it was like half a million, I think, is what that reporter yeah, is that what said. You read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's thirty-one hundred residents all evacuated. So, as you were evacuated. there for every day of those three weeks, yep. what was that process like? The first week, shock, like, and then the second week, you know, I'm yeah. mad, I can't get in there. Frustration because we couldn't get close enough to get good pictures, and we knew that wouldn't be safe. But frustrating because it was hard to get good information, and they would brief us twice a day. They would come to where reporters were standing, and they would brief us. Uh, we talked to residents, but after a week, he got tired of just talking to people who were complaining because they couldn't get back to their house, and they had a legitimate complaint. And that's, but what do you do? You have to stay with family and friends. Yeah, we family weren't and working friends remotely hotel. in 1996, right. and you know we didn't like, have cell phones. They, there's a lot. That's a, what a different way yeah. of life. Yeah, it was crazy. That's for sure. And now they're dealing with it in Ohio and Pennsylvania.